The following is an exclusive Disruption Network production. In the heart of East Utica lies Joey's at 307. That's 307 Mohawk Street. It's where the eclectic old school meets the new school cuisine. Dine in and enjoy some amazing seafood dishes, classic Utica Italian dishes, a revolving dinner menu, and even offering catering. Call them at 315-864-3527. Joey's at 307. You're going to love it. Support for this podcast is brought to you by Ballwash.com. Stay protected from odors and itch, the essential must-have product to keep your crotch fresh. Feeling good and smelling great throughout the day and throughout your workouts. Remember, guys, the fun doesn't have to stop in the shower. Get the funk off your junk. Use the promo code members only and get 15% off all your sales. Use promo code members only for 15% off. Again, that's ballwash.com. Members only for promo code for 15% off. Stop the United Auto Sales. It's never hard to find a vehicle here. The lot is always loaded with cars, trucks, SUVs. Just take a look. I'll bet we have it. And if we don't, we'll buy it for you. United Auto Sales on Commercial Drive in Yorkville, where it's always easy to do business. to our boy John Liebing for the theme song. What's up, everybody? My friends, my friends, we are back. Did you miss me? I hope you guys all had a great holiday. Shout out to the sponsors before we get into anything. Shout out to our brand new sponsor, United Auto Sales. Shout out to Joe Steet and the crew over there. Go visit their showroom at 4994 Commercial Drive in Yorkville or go to their website and visit unitedusedcars.com see why it's easy to do business with united thank you joe and the crew over there for believing in the d and you'll be hearing a lot from them in weeks to come also shout out to eja moving services the professional movers when you're ready to move and relocate hit up eddie and his staff at 315-335-0516 ejamoving.com have them do all the work for you shout out to my boy matt grabsky over at joey's at 307 he did an amazing job he catered my cousin's christmas eve party the other day everything was absolutely fantastic if you're in a good if you're in the mood for a good food meal this week i can't even talk today bro. <laughs> I, it's like getting used to get yeah, back into the get swing of things it. yeah, it's like yeah, oh my god know. but uh if you want a great meal this week go hit up joey's 315-864-3527 and uh, now they're serving alcohol too so you go down have a nice glass of vino and eat some delicious seafood and pasta dishes and the old school east utica style dinners Awesome, awesome, awesome place. Go check them out. Shout out to Billy, the liquor guy. He's got a book out there called Under Too Long. You can get that book on Amazon or wherever you get your books. Shout out to Utica Coffee, Saranac Brewery, my attorney Dave Longaretta, 315-735-6162 is the number that you need to dial if you need some legal advice. And thank you to BallsyBallWash.com. Use promo code members only for a 15% discount. Justin, 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 we're back, baby. Yes. It's good to see you, man. I got my UC back. Bro, I got to talk about your son, his drumming skills. Dude, did you see that? Oh, my God. It was great. Like, I'm trying to tell everybody, like, nobody believes me. I never, nobody ever showed him how to do anything. Mm-hmm. Nothing. He just does it. His he right hand. It. Not even Uncle Joe Rossi? No. Come on. No. 
No, taught him. Like I think Joe is like you know taught him how to hold the sticks a little bit better because he was kind of doing it weird. But he's like, yeah, just do it like this. But yeah, nothing. He's got better timing than me. And me. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. And I'm just like, you know, my wife's like, well, just teach him something. I go, he's doing all right right now. And I mean, I don't want to I don't want to do something like teach him wrong. I'm not a drummer. Yeah. And, you know, between Kaliako and Joe Rossi, I mean, I'm sure he's going to be fine. I'm not worried about it. So, <laughs> but he's, he's uh, the attention span's not there yet for the, for the lessons. You know what I mean? Like today, she, my wife insisted I tried to show him a beat. So I tried to show him a beat and he kind of just looked at me and like, cause he, he's like embarrassed. To play in front of me. Is he? Which is why if you look at the video, uh-huh. like you can see like I kind of came around the wall and then he saw me and I was like, shit. And then he played. And I was like, yes, okay, he played. Because, I mean, he's he's nailing it. His right hand is right there. Yeah. And I'm going. And his foot. It's insane. Does he love it? He loves it. He loves playing the drums. He absolutely loves playing the drums. That's so cool. So, How was your Christmas? It was great. Different. It was different. My... Uh, both of my grandmothers are in the hospital, oh, so uh, the uh, you know Christmas Eve or Christmas Eve uh, is always at my in-laws, which is fine. Uh, Christmas Day we go to my uh, grandmothers on my father's side, and then my my grandmothers on my mother's side, and we had none of that this year, so we held Christmas Day at our house. So it Did was a bunch cool. of people come over. Not not really a bunch. I mean, my sister and her kids came over, and uh, you know Jose and Chris, and you know. My parents, and that was it. So Awesome. Yeah. Good. And New Year's, you got a big gig coming up on New Year's. Two yeah. of them, right? You got yeah. one in Ithaca and then one at the Turning Stone. Yeah. John O'Leary, uh, who's my best best friend in the world, who's best man at my wedding, he owns the Ithaca Ale House down in uh, Ithaca, and just opened a brand new uh, building, opened in a brand new building, much bigger. Everything's just beautiful. And uh, so full band showtime down there on New Year's Eve, and then uh, New Year's Day, um, I can't remember the name of the band now. I just looked it up so I could. Junkyard Heights. Junkyard Heights. We're we're playing a double bill with them on New Year's Day at the gig. Awesome. How was it getting back to the Turning Stone? Uh, it was it was really cool. I mean, it's kind of you know, I don't know. I don't know how to quite. I, I, it feels like we're not back yet because it was just kind of like a everything happened so fast. We got in there. There was a private party that day, so. Uh, we couldn't set up until 9 o'clock. We're supposed to start at 10, but the guys, you know, powers that be were like, don't worry about it. And get yourself set up. Get get ready to go. You know, so it was a kind of a quick hustle. Like, get in there. We played, and then, bam, we're done. It's like, whoa, okay, did that even just happen? So I'm looking forward to getting in. Uh, you know, not this time because it's a double bill. It should be fun either way. But, like, when we get to go in, set up, go eat dinner, relax, go on and play, that'll be like, you know, old times. So. Which the last time we played uh, there before this past time was uh, we did a special Showtime Circa 2012 gig. Uh, And it was the second, well, it was our last public gig before the quarantine. Mm -hmm. And uh, we brought Sean back, Keith James on keyboards, Ben Salzman came back and played. And uh, Joey, Jose, and I, it was six of us at the time in 2012, so we brought it back. And that was the last gig we played publicly before... It's, everything shut down. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's been that long since we've been back, back to the gig. Back at it, baby. Yeah. Back at it. And hopefully we can continue those good times. For right? sure. Yeah. yeah. Just the way the world's going. But I don't want to get into all that today. We do got a bunch of people checking in on Facebook already. Really? And speaking of Turning Stone, we know our boy, Tim Moyer, has a big Turning Stone gig coming up this week, too. Oh, for sure. He's playing uh, Gridley Page over at the gig with uh, Last Left. They're going on uh, New Year's Eve. So if you're not doing anything on New Year's Eve, go secretly page and last left. He's saying hello and he can't believe we're back on. We took some time off. We had to. I had to. Yeah. 
Stanley was super busy. Oh, like for the sure. whole month of December was crazy busy. Well, I mean, how many times did I did I call you and go, uh, dude, sorry, I uh, I can't make it this Monday. You know, it's like every time that something was going on, it was always on a Monday, and I'm like, I can't. Can't deal with this, you know what I mean? Like this is my happy place. I just like being here, <laughs> me too, and hanging and talking, and you know, you know, all that other shit is whatever. But also got to give a shout out to Gina. Hello, happy holidays to everybody. Uh, Dave Borges, they'll put my head back together after the Christmas festivities. Happy New Year's, guys. Oh, uh, good, good, good uh, hearing from you, Dave. And he's saying also Oliver rocks. That he does. Our boy Roy Costin checking in. And Genesee Joe. Hey, bud. I hope you're feeling better. Oh, yeah, my man. My man. So, Justin. Yes, sir. New Year's approaching. Mm-hmm. We're going into 2022. I can't Can you even it. fathom that? <clears throat> no. It's crazy. No, I can't. So what I wanted to do today is a little year in review of Local Music Monday. For sure. A year in review of 2021. We had some great, great guests. And I'm glad he's on right now, Mr. Borgia, because he actually kicked off 2021 he with did. us. Absolutely. Back in January. I don't remember what the hell we talked about, do you? <laughs> no. No, we talked about it. I, I want to think that in the beginning of last year, the the, uh, the studio was still set up the other way, wasn't it? It was. In the beginning. Yeah, it was. Yeah, because we did the uh, Sammy's, quick shout out, uh, show from that way. Yeah. I remember that. So. You're jumping ahead. That was March. Yeah, but that, so so even in March, we still had the old studio. Yeah, we did. Yeah. You're right. You're right. So. I think this new setup came about in the middle of summer. Gotcha. It goes okay. right around the middle of summer. It feels like, I mean, it's so homey and so nice here. It feels like we've been this way forever, you know, and then you start thinking about it. And you're like, oh, wait a minute. We were that, you know, but it's cool. We've had so many different setups here at the D. Yeah. This is the best. I like it. By far, this is definitely the best. Um, also, going into January of 2021, our boy Jay Schnitt was here. Mm-hmm. Jay Schnitt reminds me of like the Utica's version of Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan, absolutely. Right. He has 4,000 albums out right He's now. He's got a new it's one like, coming out, yeah. too. Remember there was that one, uh, he was like, yeah, so I got three albums coming out this week. And it's like, wait, what? <laughs> you know? I mean, really, the kid, like, is just a songwriting machine. And, the, and it's not like he's just pulling stuff out and throwing lyrics together and tossing them out. This is songs that are coming from deep down inside of him, which oh, is yeah. really awesome. And uh, we're lucky to have somebody like that in our area, for Jason, sure. it's like a true artist, yeah. you know? Doesn't shower. Smokes a lot of cigarettes, <laughs> drinks whiskey and, for sure. and scotch, and like he's like a beatnik type. Of yeah, thing, exactly. Right? Yeah, for sure. Uh, then we had Chris Eves. I love that dude. Me too. Super talented. Do you follow him at all on social media? I do. Yeah, he started doing all those uh, one man band things. Just, uh, it's incredible. Super talented. He plays everything. He does. The, the things that he's doing on the social media. If you guys haven't checked out Chris Eves, make sure you. Do yourself a favor and go check him out. He's doing some awesome. Well, they, I think it's acapella the app. You ever hear that? Oh yeah, app, yeah, acapella? yeah. I think that's the app that he uses. Yeah. So it breaks down into four different sections. Yep. And you just kind of loop it over the other one and sure. over the other one, and it's well, you if you, know, if you pay a, if you pay a low monthly fee, you can have six or eight different ones you can do. You oh, know? is that how it yeah, goes? Yeah, oh, of yeah. course. Yeah, but you got to pay the small monthly fee. Ah, uh, gotcha. <laughs> What's that fee? Like nine ninety nine? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure it's like you know ridiculous, <laughs> but. But uh, yeah, Chris. Um, I met I met Chris at a Taste of Syracuse one year. Um, he was playing after us, and I realized that he, um, he had the same amp that I did, which is not not a very common amp around here, the like the Bogner Ecstasy. Uh, there's he's the third person in the area that I know of that has an amp. Uh, Pam uh, uh, Adderman from Big Blue. Big Blue. Her stepfather Jeff Avalier has one. Oh wow. I have one, and Chris has one, and I'm not sure if there's anybody out there other than the three of us who have one in the area. And so he had it, like, sitting under the stage, 
And he was gonna. He brought it because he thought he had to, but they had amps already up there, and he was like, "Screw it! I don't know what happened, but there it was sitting on the stage." And I'm just like, "I hadn't had. I didn't have one at the time, and I wanted one for years. And I just sat there drooling over it. It was right before I got one, so that was my first. I, we talked about it. We talked about it for like an hour after. It was great. So he's such a cool dude too. I was. I was really happy when we had him come in. Yeah, actually, he zoomed in. Yes, he, yeah, yes, he, he zoomed, zoomed in. in. That's right. We were still. Yeah, because he was in his studio there. Yeah, and he was yeah. talking to us about. Some of the different things he's got, and he was getting just getting going on that thing. So you nerded out with him with Zach Brown because I know he's played with Zach Brown a few times. Yes, it was like uh, um, when when that happened, I was like, man, how, and it's so funny how he got to get to that point. You know, like he knew somebody with this and that, and you know, got him into play, and it was just, you know, I think he told us that he went to Berkeley with one of the guys that plays in the I think band. It was Clay Cook. Clay Cook, there yep. you go. Yeah, yeah, yep. good, good memories, he was brother. Incredibly talented. If you get a chance, go on YouTube and check out. Uh, just type in Clay Cook. Maybe I'm amazed. Mm-hmm. Okay, the Paul McCartney song, and uh, he literally does. He loops, but he has every instrument live on stage. There's an audience, and he's on stage, and he does a drum part. He comes in and does the bass part, does the thing, and then plays the song on the piano. Wow! And it's just it's. Absolutely outstanding. Loops the whole thing, and it, it was the first time I actually saw Clay, who played with John Mayer back in Berkeley. Uh, Clay Cook actually wrote like four songs with uh, Mayer, like Why Georgia, No Such Thing, Neon, all those songs. Early John Mayer, Clay Cook wrote all those with him. Huh. And then they went down to Georgia together, and that's when they split apart, and he ended up with Zach Brown later on. But he did all that stuff in, he was playing solo like that all throughout Georgia. So, yeah, it's cool. Huge. Huge. Then we had our one-year anniversary. Oh, Can yeah. you believe it? Then we're coming up on two years. Two right? years. One-year anniversary of Local Music Monday. Epic day. Oh, it was great. We had Max Sheldon in. Yep. We had Cassidy come in just before she bounced out to L.A. Yeah. Uh, You're lucky there. Who else was on there that day? Schnick came in again. I think Jay Schnick came in and played. He kicked it all off. Ryan Quinn before he was a member of Showtime. Ryan Quinn. And then uh, Matt Gridley was here. Yep, that's yeah. right. And his other buddy there. Mm, yeah. <laughs> he who shall not be named. Right. But you know what was cool, though? When Matt and Tim came in, they did, they did some originals. Yes. And, which was cool. Yes. We got a taste of, of their album before they uh, before they released it, which was really awesome. Yes. This year, Gridley Page released an album. Yep. Great. Awesome stuff. That's man. great. I mean, think about that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Gridley Page released an album in 2021. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Super love cool, it. man. Super cool. That was a fun day. Everybody performed. Dude, that was like a three-and-a-half-hour show. It was. I have, so what I have going on, I'm looking at our YouTube channel and our, our playlist, our YouTube playlist, and just looking through. And, yeah, we, that went on for three-and-a-half hours. Yeah. I mean, and everybody out there, if you want to go back and watch some of the stuff that we're talking about, it's right there on our YouTube page. Mm-hmm. And, uh, um, you know, the playlist is under Local Music Monday, so you can see everything that we've done. Because C does so much hard work after the fact, getting all this together and up on YouTube and Got to make sure it gets up there, brother. Yeah, man. Got to make sure it gets up Appreciate your hard work, man. You know, I come in here, I talk, I I take over everything with my big mouth, and then I'm, bye, see you later. I love that big mouth. (laughs) (laughs) I do. You save me from talking so much, because I always talk too much. (laughs) Same here. And then we moved on. Kate Devin joined us. You, unfortunately, weren't able to make it that show. Kate Devin's fun talent, man. She's killing it right now. And she's super young, still doing her thing. And she's out gigging. She's only 17, right? right? No, no, no. She's, I think, I want to say she's like 20 now. Oh, okay. I want to say she's like 20. But she's out there gigging a lot, too. So check out Kate Devin. And then our boy Mike Sales from Simple Props. Yeah. I love that dude. Yeah, and he's actually uh, um, 
you know, because we always say that if you've if you've you've had a chance to 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 play gigs with us in Showtime, that we consider you a member of the band and extended family. Yeah, and Sales has done uh, probably five or six gigs with us now. You know, uh, between when Jerry was in the band and now when Ryan's in the band, he fills in. You know, uh, sometimes Ryan has a solo gig that he that, he, that you know he had booked. Um, before we started playing together it's in the band and uh so he's got to honor that gig so you know luckily mike didn't have a gig a lot of these nights that, that we lost ryan and we were able to have him come in and play so he's kind of an official member of of uh showtime who better to fill ryan quinn's shoes than mike sales what a voice man i mean yeah. you know and he it's so funny uh with simple props they do like 50 songs a night he was explaining this to me the other day they do like 50 songs a night and they roll in one song to the next yeah so there's you know uh, we're not like the same with Showtime. Showtime, we have you know three lead singers right now uh, at this point. Um, at one time, we had five. Yeah. Uh, but um, now we're, we're we're down to three lead singers, and you know we take a second in between songs. Jose tells stories. It's fun. You know, it's it's a show. We do our thing, and uh, it's very difficult for Mike to get to get that because he's so used to going Led Zeppelin journey back into Led Zeppelin back into four non blondes. You know, and he's screaming these parts of the stratosphere all night long. Yeah. And uh, we're like, dude, you don't have to sing the next song because we, we split it up. We'll go, you know, Mike, me, Jose, then back to Mike, me, Jose, you know, and then we'll just, we we'll go through. So everybody gets a chance to take a break and uh, from singing lead. And uh, Mike's just like, this is, crazy man I'm confused. I, yeah i'm just so confused i feel like i should be doing something you know i'm not doing anything i'm just kind of sitting there playing a tambourine when i'm not singing i don't know what to do so it's been it's been really fun the most underrated vocalist in all of the 315 oh my god absolutely hands down hands down for sure uh brian zeinheiser from fratello's joined us on a local music monday this past year yeah single-handedly saved local music in the in the valley uh during the pandemic that's for sure that's a fact that's a fact. You got to give credit to one Jenny as well. Yes, one Jenny as well. Yep. Uh, yep. Brian was definitely carrying the torch. Yeah. Opening his doors to everybody, and so many people are coming in and out of that place. Yeah. We talked about it. At the, we just had a Christmas party where uh, this was the lineup for the Christmas party. We had the Portin band in there, full band, in that little spot. And we had we had uh, Gary Johnson came into play, Matt McGlory, Lenny Jr., oh, wow. uh, myself, and uh, Sean. And then we had special guests come up. Brian actually came up and played Did a he? little bit. Steve Rigo came up and played. Uh, Lauren, uh, God, I forget his last name. Somebody's gonna uh, he's gonna kill me if he hears this, but. But uh, he plays piano and stuff and, and guitar, so they, they came up and did, like, all on the Watchtower. And, uh, you know, it was just nice. We had, like, all these people sit in and had a really good time. And, and uh, it was at that point that I realized I was like, you know, where else are you going to find live music five days a week in, 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 the, in the 315? Let's yeah. put it that way, really. I mean, like, like, let's go the whole entire 315. I mean, he has music Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Amazing. And we're talking about... Frankfurt, New York. We're talking about Frankfurt, New York, yeah. and we're talking about music, but we forgot to mention the incredible food that he serves oh every God. day. Not only does he <sighs> put on all these great artists to come in and out of his place, but yeah. the food's fantastic. And if you're a fan of the Empire Play, uh, Bill Vinci's uh, done a show on him, and you can actually see him and uh, talk, talk about how incredible the food is there. It, it really is. is. Yeah, and Bill knows food. Oh, yeah, and if you miss the Thurston-style pizza, they make a hell of a Thurston-style pizza down there. That Thurston's used to be... Uh, a restaurant in Frankfurt, if you're not familiar, um, and uh, they had this really, really good pizza, and it was like made in this dingy kitchen with this really good sauce, and they would burn the top, kind of. They was like the top is kind of crispy, you know, little kind of brownish black pieces of cheese, you know, and nice crispy 
crust on the bottom, and Brian does a really good job at Fratellos with that. So. That's a science to get it burnt like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yep. And, it, and, you know, I mean, of course, every pizza oven is different. So it just, I mean, it had to been the pizza ovens there and how, you know, because they weren't cooking the pizza any less or any more than anybody else was. It was just their ovens, you know, mm-hmm. so it's just how, how to do that, but. That was cool. Stop, you're making me hungry. I know, right? <laughs> Bob Lett joined us, too. Yep. That was fun. I love Bob. Oh, he's such a great dude. He's the most chillest guy you'll ever yeah. talk to, too. And the guy's been playing around forever. Oh, yeah. Like, his career expands like 30-plus years. Yeah. Yeah, and he was uh, he was one of the ones that uh, we always have people that when they're getting ready to come in, and they're like, uh, I, don't, I don't know what the hell, I'm not prepared for this. I don't know what the hell, you know, because <laughs> nobody realizes that, that this isn't, these shows aren't planned. You know, yeah. we sit here and we just shoot the shit with people. And, you know, for the most part, you and I know just about everybody we've had in. You know, I mean, there's been, it's funny because there's people that I don't know. You're like, you don't know that guy? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, no, I don't. And I'm like, you know, this person, you're like, I don't know that person. It's like weird. And, and you know, you and I end up getting these people in and getting to know these people and, uh, you know, each other. But Bob was one of those guys who was like, I don't, I don't know what to talk about. I mean, like, is there any you know questions to prepare or anything like that? No, we're just going to sit and chill and, and hang out. So, you know. We never know what the hell we're going to do. Hell no. Still don't know. No. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> uh, but Bob's been playing in Grit and Grace. Mm-hmm. And he, back in the day, he used to play in Red Hush and Visigoth and all these other great bands. Great bands. Great, great bands. Great bass player. And Bob could sing, too. Nobody gives him any sure. love on, on his vocals. Have you ever heard his uh, ACDC impression? Oh, yeah, Thunderstruck. Oh, God, so good. Yeah. So good. Spot on, brother. Spot on. Uh, Trampling Jetstream, Nick Vanderwood was in. <laughs> uh, who's coming out with a solo album. Yeah? Oh, yeah. That's right. He has been recording, huh? Mm-hmm. Super talented, that kid. Very, very talented. He plays every instrument on it, too. Does he really? <sighs> wow. Yeah. He just released that one um, that he did at his house. I forget... God, I forget the song now, but he just, you remember what, you know what I'm talking about, the last video he just released, and he was like, just him in, in his house or something, but he played every instrument there, too, because mm-hmm. I think drums was his first instrument. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. He was playing in the clubs at 10 years old. Yeah, man. He was playing at DC. I remember 12 years old, they used to call him Little Vince Neal. <laughs> he just reminded me of him. I don't know why, but the kid can absolutely sing, and he's yep. killing it. Proud of those guys, man. Proud yeah. of him. It's like watching all these kids grow up. Sure. Like, you guys are going to be... Carrying the torch from yeah. here on out, so people don't realize how, like, twelve years old, like that, thirteen years old, he's coming up on stage singing at Saranac yeah. in front of four thousand people, right? Like it's nothing, yeah. You know what I mean? And, and parents and, and uh, people who aren't in music don't realize how hard that is yeah. to do to get in front of that many people and have because you have to have some sort sort of uh, confidence to get up in front of that many people. I mean, mm. you know, not to say that anybody's arrogant, but just dude, you have to have a certain amount of confidence that, hey, you know, I feel confident and comfortable enough in my talent and, and what I do to get up and, and, and show myself to 4,000 people. And the fact that at 12 years old, he was doing that, yeah. you know, it's just amazing. And doing it well, <clears throat> yeah. too, at 12 years old. Yeah, and I think a lot of that uh, shout-out goes to, you know, Barney and, yeah. and, and, and you know, Michelle. For, and Michelle for showing um, – you know, showing him through that, you know what I mean, and helping him through that. And he, and he, I'm sure he saw Barney play in front of all those people for years and, you know, kind of understood it, you know, so. I always, it's so cool to watch those two get up and perform with each other. Oh, yeah. It's always a special moment. Yep. I've seen him do it a bunch. There's a few father-son uh, duos that are fun to watch. Uh, there was uh, one time that Lenny Jr. and Sr. got up together. It was the first time they'd ever played together. Lay Brer was at Lucan's. And uh, the Allman Brothers tribute band with assist eyes, and uh, Lenny Senior and um, Gene Vos were playing double drums at you know at the gig, and so uh, Lenny Junior was able to get up and play alongside of his dad, 
and there was no flaming. It was all str- I mean, it was perfection. Like just they they hit exactly with each other. Who's more handsome, junior or senior? I don't know. I'm partial to senior just yeah, because he's got that, you know. He's better looking. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, you know. Dad, I'll hold the beat. You do all the fills and just fill it up nice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but wait, Lenny. Uh, so, you know that one spot in, the, in one section in the song? Uh, I don't think it's the A section or the B section. Maybe like a B, like a B half section there. You know that part? Not that part. We're going to go back to the B section here. And at the end of the song, you know, when you think it's going to end, it's not going to end. It's going to go back to the beginning, back into the B section, possibly the B half section, and then end the song. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You do the fill. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I always tell my friends, too. I'm like, if we're making fun of you on the show, we're not making fun of you. We're celebrating you. Yeah. It's not, you know, that means we love you. It's oh, hard. for sure. It's hard being our friend. For sure. Right? <laughs> it's not easy being our friend. Uh, Phil Scalise is telling me to shut up. This isn't a talk show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we should just talk like Lenny for the rest of the show. Uh, yeah. Genesee, Genesee Joe says Lenny Sr. Absolutely. So, yeah, we'll go with that. By far. And, uh. Rob Gerling says he's a pressure to spot on, which is absolutely yeah. <laughs> You know that one part in the song? Wait, wait, wait. My hair. Oh, my God. <laughs> what was I saying? I forgot. <laughs> uh, you know, Lenny, back, I got to tell a quick Lenny Jr. story. Back when we played a brass knuckle and he'd be going off in this thing sure. and all of a sudden he'd be pissed off. I'm like, God damn it. And he'd get up from his kit and I'm like, what's wrong? Oh, but this thing got out of whack. And so he'd move his snare drum just a centimeter. Yeah. And then right. that's what pissed him off. It, it moved a centimeter. I'm like, yeah. you're really mad because he'd get up, Jesus Christ. Yeah. And he'd move his oh, yeah. <laughs> He's super. I mean, Lenny is definitely super serious. I mean, you oh, got, my God, I mean, I've we, seen punch holes in the wall yeah, after bad gigs. When we first started the Poor Tim Band, you know, mm-hmm. the very first incarnation of the Poor Tim Band uh, was, uh, believe it or not, Pat Orlowski was first, but then he was quickly replaced by by uh, uh, Lenny Jr. And, and Lenny's dad had taken this small floor tom and turned it into a a bass drum and he had this little tiny kit and it like folded out. It was awesome. I mean, and like, I mean, I looked like the abominable snowman, like <laughs> sitting on this little tiny kit, you know, uh, when I sat behind it, but it was cool. So we, uh, we had that. It was, uh, Obviously, Sean and I, uh, Jeff Moyer, and Keith James. Oh, wow. I mean, it was awesome. I and mean, we just had a blast. And this was at Shorty's days, you know. And uh, But Lenny, you know, we always told Lenny, it was like, listen, because he's a very, very serious individual when it comes to music. I mean, yeah, he, he, he wants everything is serious, you know. We're like, listen, poor Tim is not serious. You know, at the time, Sean and I were both playing the showtime. And it's like, you know, we have a serious band that we take very seriously and all those gigs we play we're super super serious and super into it poor tim is like our 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 you know kind of able to let loose and relax and have a great time you know what i mean and just not worry about if we fuck up or if we don't you know what i mean and like we get talking in between the songs and i mean every single time sean will get telling a story and you'll hear lenny go Like this, we're yep. like, turn around, whip around. I'm like, what? He's like, just fucking play. Why the fuck do we keep talking? Let's just fucking play. And I'm like, dude, I'm like, calm down. You know, and he's like, no, this is bullshit. He's like, you're sitting here talking for 45 fucking minutes. Scream. Oh, yeah. 
You know, but that's, I mean, but that's Lenny. I mean, and that's, you know, I get where he's coming he from because serious. he takes it serious, you know. And, and, and I, I, I mean, everybody, and it's so funny, like bands, you know, everybody has a separate personality. And you end up loving him so much for, for their personalities, you know what I mean? And his definitely, his drive is there. It always has been, so. And maybe one day I'll come do local music Monday. Yeah. Oh, we should. We should totally bring him <laughs> in. That'd be great. For sure. Absolutely. Since we're talking about who is more handsome, I think our most handsome guest that ever joined us. In the whole history of Local Music Monday? Yeah. Your bandmate, Ryan Quinn. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Big time. He was uh, a guest this year. He came in twice. He came in for our anniversary party. Yep. Then he came in just to shoot the shit. And I yeah. think it was to announce that he was joining Showtime. Yes, it was. That's mm-hmm. right. It was, that was the first time we made it yeah. public. Yeah. He is He is a, a handsome man. And uh, <laughs> uh, I tell him that quite often uh, during the shows. And uh, I think it might make, make him feel slightly uncomfortable. But that that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, but yeah, he's uh, he's been such an amazing addition. I, I think he'd be an amazing addition to any band. I mean, the kid can sing anything. No, I mean, I he did that Chris Cornell tribute. I mean, you look at Ryan Quinn and you think, you know, but the difference is you watch Chris Cornell sing when he sang, he was like, ah! it looked like he was having a baby or trying to push out a big shit, something, you know. <laughs> but then Ryan sits up there and he's got those eyebrows, they're like this, and he's just like, ah! and he like sings and he makes it look so fucking easy. Yeah. So, you know. Our keyboard player and I just go like this to him every time he hits one of those big high notes. So, I'm okay. trying to get the moniker RQ Smooth dubbed on him. I oh want my that to god, stick. that'd R- be cool. RQ Smooth, because that's what he is. He's smooth. Way better than Big Sexy. Way better than Big Sexy. <laughs> <laughs> RQ Smooth, mm-hmm. Ryan Quinn. That'd be good if he hosted a radio show too. You think so? Yeah, late night with RQ Smooth. <laughs> like a Delilah thing? Yes, exactly. What would you like to hear? Tell me all about your relationship. <laughs> um, I'm trying to see. Joe Town's in the house. Joe Town. Yes. Shout out to Joe Town. Joe Town's daughter, off subject really quick, Joe sure. Town's daughter made Louie and Carlo from the Uncle Louie Variety Show Zia Dolls. You know, they got the character, the Zias. Yeah. They made Zia Dolls. They oh, actually used wow. a Ken doll and just dressed them up in their, sure. in their garbs. So cool. Dude, so cool. It was the coolest thing. Yeah, I still have yet to meet those guys. We got to do a local music Monday, uh, like blend in with them. We'll just like just we'll go off one day and have a blast. It'd be great. Yeah, they're coming to town uh, the following Monday because we're doing our VIP happy hour for Patreon on Monday, January third. Oh, so are so we not doing a show? No, no, we are. Oh, we are. Yeah, we are. We'll we'll do this first and then them after. So you probably okay. get a chance to meet them that day. Yeah, definitely. That'd be great. Our VIP happy hours are nuts, bro. Yeah. Uh, they get crazy. Maybe I'll have to get a babysitter. <laughs> it's a lot of drinking. <clears throat> For sure. It is a lot of drinking. But we have people from Canada and Australia. Oh, wow. Vegas and New York and so Batavia. Cool. And just from all over the, the globe, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. And they all come here? No, no, no. It's a Zoom thing. Oh, a Zoom thing. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. a Zoom thing. Gotcha. So on our Patreon account, and if you guys want to sign up for our Patreon account, it's patreon.com backslash the Uncle Louie Variety Show or hold the sarcasm. Either or brings you down to it. Uh, you sign up for our VIP thing. And that gets you a monthly happy hour. And we just hang out and we talk for a couple hours and drink and tell so stories. Cool. And we do a little one-on-one with everybody for a couple minutes. And then yeah. we bring the whole group in. And mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Sounds great, man. Uh, another day that was a lot of fun is when Brad and Mike from Annie in the Water came in and performed. Right. Epic day. Oh, my God, dude. Oh, and that was the start of what we were going to try to do. I think we got to bring this back, and we really got to focus on it, that mm-hmm. once a month having somebody come in and perform. Yeah, I Because agree. really, I mean, you know, I think that now coming up on the two-year anniversary, people are really getting sick and tired of just hearing you and I talk. I agree. And it's just, you know, <laughs> and, you know, we have the guests, and we got to switch it up a little bit. You know what I mean? And, uh, I mean, I still, I have, I have grand 
uh, grandiose ideas for this show. Like, I want to go out on remote. You know, I want to start doing stuff. That we're, you know, I loved, uh, that was one thing I loved about the Zoom calls during the quarantine was that we, there was always a change of scenery. You know what I mean? I would go outside or I'd come inside and be in a different room. As, you know, You'd be on the golf course. Be on the golf course, something. You know what I mean? Uh, which, that would be a nice one. Right. Just golf and talk. You know, uh, how live awesome would that Hills. be? <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, live from Holland Heights in Yorkshire. Holland Heights. And, uh, you know, we'll have our guests come on and golf with us and we'll talk the whole time as we golf nine holes. That'd be fun. It like would be that. fun. Yeah. Then everybody can make fun of my golf swing. Yeah, yeah, and make fun of the fact that all mine go left or right, never straight. Right, same here. <laughs> <laughs> and in the Water is a great band, though. If you guys get a chance, check oh. them out if you haven't already. That day they came in, they're promoting the, the Brain Injury Foundation. Mm-hmm. It's something that Mike and Brad are both uh, proponents of and have been supporting for a while. And they came in, and they wrote a song about it, and that song actually did quite well. It got a lot of spins. Absolutely. A lot of streams, so... He just wrote something on Facebook on Who Christmas, uh, Michael, and it, may, and it it may it just was so. This if you ever like just wonder what their personalities are. I mean, he summed it up. This is his holiday post, and he said, "Majestic Yuletide vibrations to all," and it just made me feel so calm. And it was like, "Wow, that's just awesome." It made me feel good, you know. He's, and that's they're bad. Yeah. Their band, it just makes you feel good. He's you know? one of those people, like, you feel so much better when you're in his presence. Yeah, like, for he sure. Brings you, like, he brings you that zen feeling oh, hanging out with Michael because he's just such yeah. a good, genuine dude. He'll come in, give you a big old hug, and he's yep. just, he just makes you feel comfortable and warm, yeah. and you just feel great. Like, it's enlightening hanging yeah. out with them, too. For sure. Good people, man. And Into Water's killing it. I yeah. like to see them blow up, and they're doing really well. I mean, they've been a band for, like, 12 years, yeah. but they're picking up. They Steve have a Wikipedia. They have a Wikipedia? Yeah. Yeah? As far as I know. Do they really? I think so. Now i got to look it up. That's... I swear to God they did. Huh. Uh, but no, they're pretty. I mean, grassroots, once again, uh, you know, you look back, I mean, even as, as commercial now as the Dave Matthews Band is, in the beginning, they weren't. They, You know, they started out with the whole, like, Grateful Dead thing, letting people tape their shows, mm-hmm. you know, and that's how they, they made it. It was just this grassroots following, and Annie of the Water is, uh, you know, the same thing. You know, just that gra- grassroots, like, you know... Um, uh, word of mouth, everything like that. Just you know, they show up and play, and it's incredible. And they don't know when to stop either. Yeah, you know, it'll be like four in the morning. They're still playing. <laughs> it's incredible. <laughs> Definitely go check them out. They're doing some big things. They'll probably well, they're a big festival band. So if you are on the festival circuit, you could chances are you can see any in the water on that lineup. And I'm an idiot. They're not on Wikipedia. I thought they were. <laughs> you looked it up. I love it. I did. I thought they were, and I'm I'm like really upset that it, I I must have dreamt it. We talked about Greedley Page releasing an album this year, but also another band that released an album this year was Not Robots, and that yes. album is fantastic. Mm-hmm. You guys can check it out on Spotify. That Amazon was such a Music cool episode, too. It was, yeah. man. Those guys are great. They're a great original band. They've got, like, a prog rock feel, funk rock. Like, they're all over the place. Yeah. They do a lot of different things, multi-genre. Yeah, for sure. Great local band. Check them out, Not Robots. Good people. Good people. Another good person, and he's like semi a mentor of mine. Yeah. He's he's kind of a lover of mine. That's Genesee Joe. Oh yeah, <laughs> he was on this year too. He's on a lot. So I love having love. Joe on. So I, I'll love. have Joe on every day if it's possible. Yeah, 
every day. If then he'd have to pay him because he's with 92 Savage. So <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> we've done some great things in the past. We used to work together back at WOUR. We've done a thing where Todd and I went and broadcast live from the drive during his show. During oh, the wow. Show. I plan on wanting to do that again. Well, we should definitely do that again. It was a lot of fun Especially doing Especially with the, you know, and we, you know what we should do is is uh, our guest for that day should be Mark Sistai. <laughs> because, I mean, two guys, like, in different medias, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? You got Genesee Joe with the radio. A 92.7 The Drive, really promoting lo- a local music. And then Mark Sistai with the OD, promoting local music that way. And then they can yell and scream at everybody on, their, on, on the air with us about how nobody responds to them when they're like, where's everybody playing this week? Because nobody responds to them. They're like, we want to advertise you. Yeah. And all these people are like, yeah, no. <laughs> and it's like, wait a minute. Don't you want people at your shows? Right. You know? I mean, they, they're legit asking you, you know? So now, yeah, that'll be fun to talk about. We should do that. You can tell it stresses both of them out. Oh, so bad. It stresses me out, too. It does me, too. Yeah, because, I mean, you know that they're, I mean, like, they act like there's no hard work in what, you know, Joe and Mark do. I mean, to put that to put the, that calendar event together every single week or every single day, however much they're working. I mean, they, they got to be working on it every day, you know? Mm-hmm. Input and you know stuff if they get it, but but I mean especially like holiday weekends like New Year's Eve when, when Genesee Joe and Mark Sistai should never have to go on Facebook more than once to say send me your gigs for New Year's or send me your gigs for the night before Thanksgiving should not have to go on more than once because everybody should just blow it up right there. You're right, and it's not the responsibility to go on your page and see where you're playing. I'm going to say it. There you go. Yeah. Shout out to both of those guys. Also, yeah, shout out to Bill's music listings, too. Yes. Oh, my God. So he doesn't make those posts. He actually goes out and seeks it himself. He does. Because he's got time on his hands. He's a retired man. Yep. And he just goes and he does. We should have him in. There we you should go. Have him There's in a guest. Yeah. We should have him in. But Genesee Joe, man, he's a gem in our community. He really is. Ain't we lucky we got him. Colby was on, too. That, now, that was a guest that I had no idea who he was, and you brought him in. He's uh, Brian over at Fertello's son. Yep, Brian's son, Colby. And, and he runs the place over at Fertello's, and we're giving Fertello some love that day. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and not only that, but he impressed the hell out of me. He was a 22, 23-year-old kid, and you yeah. think he's like 60. He's like a real estate mogul right now, yeah. and like he, uh, he did the whole um, uh, golf tournament. That's one of the biggest reasons why we brought him in here. Uh, he was having a lot of musical talent at the golf tournament afterwards. Which you know brought in the local music, you know, um, thing to it. But uh, you know, did a lot for charity, and like the first one went pretty good, you know. And, and there was a lot of stuff that we both learned from from uh, setting that up, and and uh, hopefully it'll be a lot better next year. So, good kid. Yeah, he really is. Good kid. Smart. He's gonna do big things. Sure is. You could tell that just by talking to him. Yep. Then we had the reunion of the Reuben James. <sighs> And then we went down to Utica Monday night, or not, I'm sorry, Copernic Park, and yep. uh, and watched them play. And it was like they never missed a beat. No, never. Mm-hmm. It was like they were we were sitting at the EC again. We you got know? drunk that day. Yes, we did. <laughs> we sure did. That was fun. We sure did. We had uh, uh, the ice cream thing or whatever it was, you know, the Frosties. Oh, shout out to my man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Poppy. The yeah, Poppy's we, Ice. Well, first we were here, and then we went over to uh, uh, Nail, Nail Creek. Creek. Mm-hmm. We drank a bunch there, and then we went over there, and we're like, crap, we didn't bring any beer. What the hell are we going to do? Mm-hmm. Your man hooked us up. With the, the ice. Yep. And he put a shot of rum in it for mm-hmm. us and, and brought it to the island. He's like, keep this on the down low. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you, man. Shout out to Poppy, man. He hooked yeah, us up he knows. big time. I, those ices are fantastic. Absolutely. Too, but 
Ruben James ended up doing a couple shows this year. They did uh, one at Nail Creek. Yeah. And they did another. They did this one. And they, there was another one that they did, too, recently. Sure. But uh, it I was just, cool to I see hope those that guys they back. keep doing it, like, you know, at least maybe at least once a year. Because, you know, I mean, everybody, you know, life gets in the way. Everybody starts families. Everybody, you know, doing different things. But, but uh, I really feel like um, a band like that, you know, friends that grew up all together, that that, that can happen. You know, they can all get back together and make something magical happen at least once a year. And they loved it. You know they loved it. Yeah. We were so. reminiscing all day. Oh, man, were we? Brought back a lot of great memories. I, tr- I tried to be their guitar tech. They wouldn't let me. <laughs> Funny, man. I don't think we laughed any harder this year or throughout this whole show Ugh. than when Salaburico was in the studio. That was unbelievable. Oh, my God. My favorite line from that night. It's, from that it's day, my favorite line. It's, yeah, hysterical because he was on a roll. Oh, he was. And he was a little. You know. <laughs> Anyways, he was on a roll, and he had said he was telling a story about. He goes, I I thought I went to bed. He goes, I went to bed with Bo Derek and woke up with, with Bo, Bo Diddley. <laughs> <laughs> we were crying, but what a career that guy has had. Oh, for sure. I mean, you never know. You never you never guess it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like. And, and I, I think people should really pay attention to the old guard, you know, from from local music, exactly. you know, because they've been through it. I mean, especially guys like Sal, you know, guy like uh, Carmen Carmonica, yeah. you know, like like you know, guys like that. We always talked about the local music Hall of Fame, and some of these these older guys that would be, you know, first ballot Hall of Famers for sure, and and what they actually accomplished in life, mm-hmm. you know. So. There's a documentary on BET right now about Whitney Houston. Yeah. And Sal played with Whitney Houston yeah. back in the he day. He sure did. Like right in her, in her beginnings. It yeah. was amazing. I mean, everybody would think a saxophone sounds the same, but it sounds different when Sal plays it. Yeah. It really does. He has his own tone on the sax. Yeah. There's a few guys like that. There is, yeah. David Sanborn's one. You know yep. who else, too? Another local guy, Sam Kinninger. Oh, my God. Anytime I can hear Sam Kinninger play from down the street and yep. point him and like, no, that's no, Sam Kinninger playing. Devin, right too. Devin Garamond. Yeah. For for sure. Uh-huh. And, uh, um, you know, when they all have it, it's almost like the, the Coltrane thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, you know, Coltrane had his own kind of vibe. And they and each of the guys that we just mentioned, they have their own tone that you know it's them. If, you're, if you have listened to them, you know, you know it's them when they play. So... A band that debuted, made their debut this year in 2021 was Seattle Suns. Yes. And Scott Henderson and Shane Stillman from Seattle Suns were in the studio that day. We had a lot of fun that day. Yep. Just we talking made about Sheila the, angry. We did. We made Sheila very angry that day. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> I heard about that a couple for a couple times after when I saw them. Did you? Oh, yeah. She bust your chops about it? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. She was not happy. Did you understand her, though, when she was talking? No. No. No, but that time I did when she was mad. Oh, okay. You know, yeah, but the, the time we were referring to, definitely not. And I was like, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I turned I turned and I looked at Joe and he looked at me and Joe Rossi and he looked at me and he goes, Did and I go, no. It was one of those, you know, <laughs> like, okay, let's go back into play, you know. Did you understand any of that? But there's nothing wrong with that. She was having a great time, sure. You know, I mean it's cool. I just wish that I I could have actually, you know, contributed to the conversation. But I couldn't. So it's just like, yeah. All right. Please please don't ask me a question where I should say no. Yeah, just, please don't ask me a question where I should say no because all I'm doing is saying, yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> How soon do you think Seattle Suns is playing at the Enchanted Forest this summer? Oh, my God. We have to make it happen. Uh, Showtime just played their uh, holiday party, by the way. Oh, how was that? Macaulay Mountain. It was the most. Was Scott there? 
No. Oh, I'm surprised. We asked if we asked where he was, uh-huh. and she laughed. You know. So, but but if you can imagine a day in December, traveling up to Old Forge, you get a little nervous, right? Snow, you know, whatever. Nope. It was 60 degrees when we got there. 60 degrees in the middle of December. And there's no such thing as climate change. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but that was a fun day, and Seattle oh, Suns yeah. is doing some really cool things. If you guys are in the mood for like that '90s grunge sound, where Alice in Chains, mm-hmm. and Soundgarden, Pearl Jam, Seattle Suns is doing all of that, and they sound great. They really do. They sound great. They're killing it, man. And there's and, and they have their own niche. Mm-hmm. There's not a single person in the area or a single band in the area that's doing '90s grunge. You know, exclusively. Exclusively, so, right? Yeah. Uh, a guy that is a huge influence on both of us joined us on this podcast this year, and that's Bill Keeler. Yeah. Bill was a, he's a mentor of mine from back in our, my K-Rock days and whatnot. We've done some we've done some events together, and mm-hmm. I've been to his Christmas party, and you've played his Christmas parties, all his parties, year. and you just played uh, on Christmas Eve, correct? Yeah. Uh, every Christmas Eve party that he's had, I've, I've had a chance to play at, and... Uh, uh, one year I showed up. I mean, we always do different things. And one year I showed up and I did the Christmas song by the Dave Matthews Band. Mm-hmm. And uh, from that year on, he's had me close his Christmas Eve show every year. And um, what did you do this year? I heard you this. I did this the Christmas time. song uh, the, by okay, the Dave Matthews Band. Yeah, I didn't know what that song was. Yeah, it was. Uh, it, it's it's really a beautiful song. And and like, it uh, is. Um, but the the funny thing is, is that I swear to God, the night before Christmas Eve, I always end up getting drunk somehow, and I show up there the next morning hungover. And, uh, um, and they got your last. Yeah, but there's right? there's always there's always a uh, champagne toast at the end, and I, as I'm in the middle of the song, the champagne toast is being poured, and in the middle of the song, I'm I'm like, huh. <laughs> 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 okay, <laughs> I'm like you know what I mean? Like I'm like trying not to throw up all over the table, holding your cookies exactly, and now I got to do this toast with them, and I'm like, okay, 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 deep breath, you. <laughs> Oh, okay, good. Okay, good. All right, good. And then I'm I'm good to go. You know what I mean? It's like you know, hair of the dog type thing. And I'm like, whoa. Okay, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Bill's been doing that for so long. Too. He has. Yeah. I was a little disappointed, and I understand why though, because we were originally supposed to do that party at the Stanley in the yes. lobby, but we decided not to do it. Well, he decided not to do it. We were looking forward to it. was the COVID it, thing. Yeah, it's I mean, understandable. I'll tell you, at the studio, it, it wasn't the same. I mean, you know, obviously, there was it was a lot more scaled down. He only allowed a few mm-hmm. people in. The rest he took by phone call. And, you know, there wasn't, like, the loads of food and the booze and everything. And, you know, because usually John Nagel's there with a whole bunch of booze and, you know, and it was Santa hat on. And it was always fun. But, you know, it's just uh, this year was a little bit different. And I just hope that. 2022 is going to be a better year for everybody, and just let's get past all this and get back to normal, hopefully, you know? I, it was a cool concept to have it at the Stanley. Hopefully he does it in 2022 yeah. on Christmas Eve. This should. I mean, the, the bigger it gets, I mean, and it gets bigger for it him does. every year. It really yeah. does. I mean, and uh, it, it's really nice, once again, any chance that uh, musicians get to get together and and, uh, and hang out, um, it's always it's always a ton of fun. We mentioned him earlier. I got to bring this up too. Genesee Joe always does a Christmas Eve show. Yep. And this year he kind of did it from his home. You're right. Uh, but he always puts on a good one too. And and so, it's very action packed full yeah. of, of local music on Christmas Eve. Yeah, on we the did radio. one with uh, Kelly Yako there with the whole Kelly's Christmas. We right. came in and did. We set up full band stuff in the studio at, at 92.7 you know, one you year. You do both. Yeah. 
Yeah, we do it, of course. Before COVID, yeah. yeah. If, Gen- if Genesee Joe gets a hold of me, you know, I can, get, I can I can do both. I usually do. I try to do his early so I can close bills later. So mm-hmm. you know, but we did that one that that holy that year. We we did every like the all these songs from Kelly's Christmas, and we had you know bass. Scott came in with the bass with his horse thing on or whatever, <laughs> and Santa hat on that, and you know Kelly playing drums, and we just you know we had people singing harmony. It was great. You know, did we had Scott a lot of fun. bring the Millennium Falcon bass. He did. I love that. bass. Yes, me too. And he doesn't play it very often. Yeah. And it's like if I own that. I would. You'd bring that out? Every single fucking show. Too many drunk people out there wanting, let me play with that. Okay, let me, let me rephrase that. Every show that I could be on a stage. There you go. You know, if I'm up above mm-hmm. the crowd, yeah, I'd yeah. bring it. Good point. Yeah. Excellent point. Yeah. We go from one local personality to an internet personality, and that was Chilling with the Rick joined us on Local Music Monday. Oh, poor that guy. poor guy. We destroyed him. We uh, we didn't let him talk. No. Sorry, But Rick. it was all in good, lo- good love and good fun, though. Right. You know, we love that guy. And uh, I think he's still mad at us. Nah. No? I'm going to be, no, because I'm I'm on, uh, I'm actually opening this season of Chilling with the Rick. Ah, beautiful. Yeah, so him and I talked right, so about it. he's mad at me. No, he's not. No, he's not <laughs> mad at all. You know, and I think, uh, and it was, it was really about, like, trying to help him along because he had just gotten started. And we're, you know, we broke his balls because when we went on the show, it was like the middle of July. It was 95 degrees. There was no shade. The wind was blowing the sign over. We're like, what kind of fucking bullshit is this? You know, <laughs> you know, we're just, you know, just playing around. But once again, like, like, like you said, you know, if if we're breaking your balls, it's because we love you. Yes. You know what I mean? And that was exactly. 100%. You know, like all nothing but love for Rick. Absolutely. I love what he's doing. For Killer sure. with the Rick is great. He opens the door to all the local musicians, and what he's doing on his YouTube show is fantastic. Yeah. And uh, everybody should go over and like his page and check out his videos and his mm-hmm. interviews. And He's done some really cool interviews with Roy Costin. Yeah. Us. Moyer's been on. DR from 3-Inch Fury, he's been on. Wait a minute. Who was on? Moyer? Uh, yeah, Jeff. Are you sure? Or Tim. Are you sure? I think he was a couple yeah. times. I mean, he doesn't like to do shows at all like that. He doesn't like to do as many radio shows yeah. as he possibly can. As long as there's distance, he, he'll right. do it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the wind was blowing his hair that day. It was. I, yeah, was I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but go check out Chilling with the Rick. He's doing a great service for all the local musicians. Fallen Angel got back together. Yes, I was. Wait, did Not they get there back for together? that. Did they get back? No, they, no they just wanted to come and hang around. They came, us. they came, and hung out. They oh, wanted. You to ha- here for I them? wasn't here for that. We oh, tried shit. to reschedule it too, and then I couldn't. You couldn't do it that show, or no, no, we could do that show, but uh, Dave and uh, the oh, other guys, right. somebody couldn't couldn't that's get right. down. So we're doing a part two with that. Yeah. Well, why don't you talk about Fallen Angel for a second while I go grab another beer? Yeah. Go ahead. Right. <laughs> that was a great show with Art and Todd and uh, Borgia joined us for that one and talked about the old days and all the local music venues that were... I'm good, buddy. Thank you, though. Um, all the local music venues that were on back in the day and lots of good things happened with Fallen Angel. Looking forward to having those boys back on. Masucci joined us to talk about the 14th annual Animals for Animals benefit, which is something that's been going on 14 years he's been doing that and that was a great conversation he had a great turnout for that one unfortunately i wasn't able to make any of those shows it's the first animals for animals jam that i missed it sucked i was never able to make make those you're uh, always so freaking i'm busy. always busy and playing and i and i i really wish i could because you know once again ton of musicians playing a festival kind of atmosphere and you know being around everybody being able to hang you know yeah i miss out on a lot of that but Suchi's doing a good service. I want to say sure. the number off the top of my head raised like sixty thousand yeah. dollars. It's incredible for the Stephen Swan Humane Society. Mm-hmm. So, hats and off to Suchi. Oh, they definitely need him. Did we skip over March already? Uh, yeah, we did a while ago. <laughs> 
we'll, we'll talk. I, I know what you're getting to. Yeah, okay. We'll, we'll, I know what you're getting to. I'm on a roll, baby. You are. I'm, I'm just I'm going good. through the list over here. I'm excited. I haven't even seen what anybody's talking out there. But uh, thank oh, you all for, for joining us today for our year in review of 2021. Two, we're, going, we're coming up on two years of Local Music Monday. Absolutely. I want to thank everybody for all their love and support. And if you are watching this on Facebook, if you could do us a favor and click the share button, it would be greatly appreciated. Larry Desiato joined us on Local Music Monday. Now, that was a funny episode, too. Cuz. Cuz. Cuz was there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> After oh. get, he fired a fat one up and came, he came and talked to him. For sure. For sure. <laughs> I love that, man. I've known him since birth. Oh, I know it. Yeah. Yep. I, uh, but the first time I ever saw him play was at uh, uh, the good old summertime and uh, the state office building with uh, Classified. Yeah, that was, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things where you're just like, wow. You hear a horn band for the first time. You're like, wow. Who's that guy that's jumping around the stage like a maniac? Oh, that's Larry Desiato. Okay. All right. You know, can't quite do that anymore, but he's, you know, he's doing it. I remember Larry came to see one of my bands. I can't remember which one it was. And just him being in the crowd sure. made me like, oh, my God, Larry's here. Yeah. You know, you, you got excited. Yeah. I, I got excited. And Absolutely. Just to see him. And, and he knows music, too. Mm-hmm. He's been around it for a long, long time. 100%. Knows his stuff. Ah, uh, another favorite local music Monday of mine is when uh, your boy Sean came in. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> Just because I, I I laugh every time I hear him. Yeah, you know he's funny. He is funny. Congratulations on the book they launched. Oh yeah, had, that yeah. was a stocking stuffer for my son this year. Yeah, Kelly too. Mm. She bought a couple of them for her niece and nephew. Yeah, and it's a cute book. It really is. Yeah, it, it did is. a great job. I didn't even know Sean knew how to draw. No. I don't. I still don't think he does. I think that, that somebody drew it, and they, they those pictures she has of him actually like like looking like he's drawing that he's not really drawing that. Oh yeah, he's not capable of that. Come on, no. you think they outsourced it to Fiverr oh, yeah. and then put his name on it? Instead? Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> no, he did a great job, and you know Heather, of course, always always the rock star in the family. You know, yeah. it's definitely not him. It's her, one hundred percent. I agree. Yep, she's killing it. She's smart. She puts him in line too. He oh, needed damn it. straight. He did. She definitely single-handedly changed his life, mm-hmm. and he'll admit it. Yeah, oh. definitely. And he's he's whooped. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I'll be wrapped around your finger. Sorry. <laughs> Are you guys playing this week together? No. No, not this week. No, it's a bummer. Coming soon. Do you have any gigs scheduled with Sean anytime soon? Uh, not offhand. No. No, it's and it's it's one of those things where uh, it'll probably be a last-minute thing, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh. I am playing with the Wretched this Thursday. I've told you about the Wretched before. The Wretched. Yeah, it's Jose and I. It's our duo name. You know, uh-huh. like the Bill Cosby show. Or You ever remember that episode? I do now. Oh, yeah. my God, that's funny. Remember the episode? She's like, you were supposed to be studying with your friends, but you were out seeing the Wretched. Yeah, she snuck out of the house. Yeah. Right? Vanessa? Yes, Vanessa. Vanessa stuck, yeah, yeah, snuck out of the house. You were out seeing the Wretched. <laughs> the Wretched. That's, yeah. so that's, our, that's our name, yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, I had Rebecca Miner in. She's an amazing talent from the Rochester area. That has now she lives in the area and she plays with my buddy Tim Baldwin. I wasn't there for that. Yeah, you missed that one. She's super talented, man. If you get we're coming into the time where I'm missing a lot, and I'm, I'm bummed about it. The fabulous Mojos. Yes, is the name I've heard of them. Yeah. So if you get mm-hmm. check those guys out, they're really really good. And then she also has the Rebecca Miner trio. Mm-hmm. She's out there doing a lot of. Cool things. So check out Rebecca Absolutely. Miner. She usually plays at like Woodland and yeah. 16 Stones and all those little brew pubs. So, so cool. Yeah. That's a cool thing. Shout out to breweries right now. Yes. Just killing it with live music. Killing it. If you own a brew pub 
and you're really into craft beer, chances are there's going to be some sort of live music. Absolutely. Thing. And that's what I love about the people that own I feel these like breweries. Woodland like started it all out. They did. You know, they really oh, did. Like, like, like they I mean, did. they had music all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, another one, five days a week, they'd have live music. You know, and they have, the old main would set up all their, you know, the play, the play would play there. And inside. Yeah. And on a Sunday, too. Right. And you can't touch that place on a Sunday, especially no. in the afternoon. Like, a, a Sunday afternoon yeah. in the summertime, yep. there's a ton of people there supporting the live yeah. music. They've reinvented Sunday Fun Day for sure. They did. Yep. They did. Go in there. And get, if you don't, you know, if you don't like beer and you like mixed drinks, it's okay. Just go in and get one of their adult-sized root beer. Um, the way I like to look at it is kind of like, you know, the... Um, uh, the bushwhackers up at Slickers and Old Forge, you know, it's the same type of concept, okay? One is good. Two is okay, feeling all right. If you have three, stop it halfway through because by four, you're blackout, guaranteed. Because they're so good going down. I mean, it tastes, you know, literally their adult size root beer. It's bourbon cream and Saranac root beer. I mean, it is the most incredible taste. It tastes like a root beer float. It's unbelievable. Can't taste any booze. So, I mean, you're, you're rolling through and you're drinking fast, you know, especially in the summertime. Drinking fast, you get like five in, and then it's like one of those things in the movie where you see somebody and they go. <laughs> A slow decline. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Big time. It's like creeper weed. <laughs> the bushwhacker. <laughs> yeah, the bushwhacker up in uh, uh, Slickers. It's a frozen mixed drink, and then they put uh, whipped cream and a cherry on top. With I'm some, making you know. a mental note of that one. Oh, dude, you have no idea. Uh, yeah, I've never had one. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, so that's a yearly tradition. You go to Old Forge, you got to stop at Slickers. They have their Cajun shrimp. You know, so, I mean, you get just piles of shrimp, and you just eat shrimp, drink bushwhackers. A lot of fun. Sounds like a great day. <laughs> My boy AJ Bates from Handsome Bob joined us for yes. local. That was the last one we've had until this one. That really? was, the was very, it? Yeah, that was the very last local music Monday wow. that we had. I've been so busy, man. Oh my god, we all have. Yeah, the whole month of December has just been jammed. But that's good me. though, because you know, uh, um, I feel like that we probably had less shows this year than we did last year, which is is to be expected because yeah. now we're busy again. Now we're actually able to work. So. Thank god. I know, I know. And, like, you know, we apologize to everybody out there. Um, if you're looking forward to Local Music Monday on a Monday and we don't show up, and it's not because, you know, we're sitting at home and we didn't feel like it. It's because we legit, you know. Can't. Shit's happening. Yeah. Life's happening, and that's a good thing, you know. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, we're here as much as we can, and, uh, um, you know, we might, you know, be uh, – I think that we should start, you know, repeating some guests here and there. Yeah, we're going to. Because, and we uh, have – because a lot, a lot of stuff's happened in the past year, especially for a lot of our guests that we had the first year. There's a lot of stuff that's that's changed. My life's changed in the past two years, you know, musically, you know. So, yeah, I want to give a shout out to Handsome Bob. The, Big time. I, I think they were the band of the 2021 in my eyes. Big time. Everybody was talking about them all summer yep. long, and. You know, from the beginning of the summer to the end of the summer, their crowd just got bigger and mm-hmm. bigger and bigger and bigger. People were following them, and what they're doing is really cool. They do mm-hmm. a lot of medleys, and, and they do mashup of songs that are just, how do you put that song with that song? Yeah. It just makes you think. It's like, mm-hmm. wow, these guys are really, really talented. Super smart talented, though. Like, you know, smart in music. Mm-hmm. You know, because there's that whole thing. I mean, you could you could just go through the motions, but these guys are smart in what they do. Yeah, we got to get Perez on the show. Definitely. We need to get him on the show. I was at that show that AJ was in the studio to promote and over at May Studios. That oh, yeah. It was great. You saw Uncle Groovy there, right? I saw Uncle Groovy there. Uncle Groovy was yeah. there, yeah. I, I feel like I see Uncle Groovy everywhere. Well, that was the thing. He knew he knew what was going on here through the show. Mm-hmm. 
So, uh, you know, he he watches our show, and he was like, yeah, I'm going to go check it out. So he went and checked it out. Thank you, know? you Groovy. Thank yeah. you for all the support. And what a great man that guy yeah, is. Yeah, and what a support. He really is. Get out there. Check out Handsome Bob. That was a great day. They had that band called Flying High come in from, I think they're from Buffalo or wherever yeah. they're from. They're a punk band with Such horns. a cool poster, too. Remember that that poster they made was great. Yeah. Yeah, so like super punk, cool. Punk band with horns. Kind of ska yeah. vibe to them. Sure. Great night. A lot of lot of talented uh, artists coming in. Kate Devin played that night. Yep. Handsome Bob played. Handsome Bob killed it. They played like a whole punk rock 90s theme so song. Cool. And Chris was all over the place and a lot of support in the crowd. So yeah. it was really, really cool to see. It's awesome. Man, that's been our wrap up. But the one thing that we did start off 2021 is with this bad boy right here. That's it. That's it. Congratulations, Justin. If not for you, you I do not hold this in my hand. Oh, come on now. That's true, man. That's not Nobody true. Nobody listens to me, bro. Oh, yes, I, I, I noticed the difference when uh, Local Music Monday will have all these people watching and everybody's talking, and then when I do the show on my own, nobody. Come on. It's all because of you, no, bro. Everybody's no, no, sick no. of me. I've been doing this too long. They're like, ah, who uh, cares what Z's saying? I love watching you. <laughs> Thanks, bud. You know, I wouldn't be doing this show if it wasn't with you. That man, was our idea back in the day, remember? Yeah, it was. It was how we started this whole thing. Oh my God! There's so much to catch up on as far as comments go. I well, haven't let's been. Do it. I haven't been ignoring the comments. I've just been looking at the local music Monday playlist to remind ourselves who we had on this year. Uh, I got to give some love to my mom. My mom's out there. Merry Christmas! I miss you, Ange. Hopefully, we'll. Uh, I'll see you real soon. Hopefully, we never know. I don't know. Uh, can I say something here, Roy Costin? Did you see what he wrote? No, I'm. He looking. says, "See you next year, 2022, 20th anniversary of Love Bone." Maybe we can finally get Chuck Heath at your show. That Plus a DC strut reunion with re-release of the demo on Heaven and Hell Records. Yes to all That's of that. It's outstanding. Yes. Yes to all of that. I got to meet uh, Roy Costin in person this year. And, You've uh, never met Roy? I, I never met him in person ever. So uh, we got to meet this year. And uh, we, I played a gig with Ryan Quinn um, in Oneida. I was able to sit and chat with him, which was so cool. Because, you know, of course, you meet a guitar player and you immediately start geeking out on guitar stuff. Mm-hmm. You know? Guitars, gear, happens. Roy's an amazing talent. Oh, my God, yeah. He's been doing it for a long time. Great yeah, teacher. We'll have to do that. We'll have to do that. I yeah, Motor Lord, I want to meet you, too. Motor Lord was on that this was, year, too. Yeah, that was one uh, one show that I didn't uh, that I didn't make as well. I, I, I apologize if I missed anybody. Um, I apologize. There are some people that we probably <laughs> did miss. And do you know what it is? It's sometimes I don't check the box on YouTube. Where right. Local Music Monday to... Put it in its perspective playlist. Yep, yep. And there's probably some of them that I didn't. So sure. shout out to Motor Lord, man. They released yeah. an album this year, too. And they've got my favorite theme song. We got Motor Lord. Dun, dun, dun. And there's not many bands that have that either. You got like Bad Company has Bad Company as a mm-hmm. song. You know, Motor Lord, Motor Lord. You know what I mean? It's cool. You know what I mean? I like yeah. that shit. Joe Town wants you to join us for our VIP happy hour on Patreon. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I'm thinking about it. I gotta see if I gotta see if I can work it out. You know. Yeah. I have a four year old now. Usually I would just be like, "Fuck yeah, I'll be there." <laughs> Can't quite do that anymore. And then she's also saying, "Paul, her husband, and her had the pleasure of meeting you that weekend." Yes, in that was incredible. I was like, and of course, like I don't see people's faces when we do the show. So, you know, she's like, "Oh, you know who I am?" I'm like, "Oh shit, no." <laughs> she goes, "Joe Town." I'm like, "Ah." Freaked out. I was like, yeah, yeah, now I know you. <laughs> Groovy jumping in. Another great year. He loves us. We love you too, We Groovy. love you, Groovy, man. Thank you so much for the support. I feel like every music community needs an Uncle Groovy in it. For sure. And, you know, it's it's a, it's a genuine love for music that him and his wife have. And she comes out and uh, with him. When they're both out, it's great. Um, you know, because she just sits there and laughs at him. 
you know, and, and you know, but she's, we've been able to include her and, you know, our, our, our friends and, and family. And we all like, they're, they're family, they're family with us. And I've known uncle Groovy and aunt Groovy for, uh, since I was little, since I was a little boy. So, you know, so they've just been great people. And I was super surprised when I watched him dance for the first time. I was like, I never knew that motherfucker could do that. He can move. He can move. He can move. They don't call him oh, he can Groovy move. for nothing. Exactly. And he just got, for Christmas, he got a tie-dye shirt, and it has a little ovary here that says Uncle Groovy on it. Oh, wow. So I think that we need to, like, start doing Uncle Groovy t-shirts. We have to have a merch table set up at the Showtime. You know, maybe we should do a Showtime merch table, but have, like, Uncle Groovy merch there. A spinoff. A spinoff. Uncle Groovy merch. We've got, like, tie-dye shirts, tie-dye stickers. Let's just do this. Love it. Let's do it. Uncle Groovy, man. Love him. Everybody needs to get a little groovy in their life. For sure. You know, he can move. I bet you at one point he was on Dance Fever with Danny Terrio. I feel like he was. He made an appearance on that TV show. And if once. he didn't, he should have. He should have. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Because people, like, they sit there and they're like, they, they see somebody be that outward and outgoing. And the first thing that people think, especially the younger kids, they're like, bah! the phones come out. They're like, well, look at this guy. And then all of a sudden you just watch them and they all go, Oh man, it's so. Oh man, they start feeling the love. You know what I mean? Because yeah, I mean, the dude is like just love. You know? What? Okay, that's it. Uncle Groovy, local music Monday. It's happening this year. Can we do it? Can we do it? Yeah. Uncle Groovy, if you're still there, will you come up and do a local music Monday with us? I agree. I'm gonna shout out to Uncle Groovy right now. If you're still on, please let us know. Will you come on this year and do a local music Monday? I agree. I agree. I think that's we a can carpool. Idea. We can carpool. I'll come pick you up. Beautiful. I think that's a fantastic idea. I think it's a good idea, too. Rob Gerling is saying we've had Seattle Suns at Lucan's. They're always great. Now, yep. I, think, I feel like they just played there, too. Yeah, that I'm was sure they'll uh, play again uh, soon. Now, wait, was this the second time they played there, I think, right? At Lucan's? I, I think. I don't know. Uh, I don't remember. Second time. Maybe it was the second time. Genesee Joe just wrote, eventually every chick at the bar of any age wants to dance with Uncle Groovy, and that will, that is 100% true. Uh, Groovy's holding out on us. He says, we will see. Well, what do we need to do to make it happen, brother? We'll make it happen. All right. We'll yeah, go we'll, pick him up. I think he needs a ride. No, he's good. Oh, he does? Yeah. Oh. Well, he doesn't need a ride. We're good. All right. We're bringing him in. I love yeah. it. He's got to show some dance moves, too. Oh, my God, we yeah. to make sure. Well, I, we got that green screen there. He, we talked about that. You know, we got to have we gotta have uh, DJ East. Yes, 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 Yeah, we got to have him come in. We'll do First that thing. Twitch show. And the, yes, remember? Mm-hmm. And we'll have Groovy dance. Because he, I mean, listen, if the groove is there, uh-huh. Groovy's dancing. He's like, I could dance with the grooves there. I mean, there's been times when I play by myself that I'll, I'll, I'll hit a groove. And you'll see, and he'll just get up and start dancing. It's very few and far between in my solo shows because there's no drums, there's no bass. It's not like you know. But I know that I I know that I'm 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 setting a good groove if I'm playing by myself and he gets up and dances. So it makes me feel really good. So you think he dances in his sleep? I'm not sure. I bet he does. I I bet that guy gets out of bed dancing. He probably yeah. He's just dancing his ass off. <laughs> yeah, he's just an incredible human for for sure. Max is saying I miss those parties so much fun. What parties does he speak of? I forgot. We've talked about so much today. Yeah. I, I miss you, Max. How about that? How about that? I miss Max and him playing with his hair. <laughs> and asking, if, asking us if his originals are really good enough to play. Yeah. You guys really think that I should play that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think that sounds that good. The next time he comes in, we're going to play a drinking game, mm-hmm. okay, that we have to drink every time he touches his hair. I love it. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're going to be wasted. We'll be smashed. Got to get Uber ready for that. Oh, hell yeah. Get him ready for that. I love that song, though. And still I buy you flowers yeah. for my last $20. I love that song. Yeah, it's a great tune. Yeah. He's a great songwriter. He, he really is, man. 
Ah, Motor Lord saying he loves us to nuts. <laughs> we love you, brother. Shout out to Ray Race. Hope Santa was good to you as well. We said the Christmas party's at the drive. Yes. Christmas party at the drive. That's for what sure. he said. Uh, that were a lot of fun. Jotan, love Max's new CD. It is absolutely incredible. Have you heard it yet, Z? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. You know, I was I was at his CD release. Lucky party. enough. I was so, so, so lucky enough to to have, have been asked by him to play on one of the songs. I mm-hmm. uh, wish you were here to last track. I played all the guitars on it, and it was such a cool experience being in the studio again. You know how much I love being in the studio. And uh, I still have a po- I apologize to him every time I see him for not being at the CD release party. And, uh, I really feel bad about it. But um, also, I want to tell everybody that there's probably four pictures of me on the inside of the CD, and I played a grand total of one song. There's four pictures of you? Yeah, there's like four pictures of me in there. I got to apologize. I, You know, that CD yeah. has become a coaster in my world. Coaster? Yeah. Well, I listen to them on Spotify. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't have a CD player. You know, but I paid the money to go into because I want to support my boy. And oh, I of course. Got yeah. the CD and stuff, but yeah. I don't have a way to play. It. But I have an I have an idea. Like when if I ever do another CD again, that I want to do. Like Pam and Jeff talked about it uh, years ago when we did the Mike Perdisi CD. Was doing like a. Um, like a business card thing or like an all like website digital thing where where when you pay for it you get you get access to a website where all the liner notes are on the website okay and maybe like a video you know what i mean that's only exclusive to people that buy the you know rights to it or buy the you know QR code or the something. QR code right and then the entire CD is there for you to download to your phone or you know whatever Great idea. you know i mean Pam's always thinking outside the box. Yeah, but that's, I mean, that's really the way to do it. I mean, obviously, who's, I mean, the way I look at it is that you're you're not going to sell any CDs anymore. You're not going to sell any full-length albums anymore because of the fact that if you got to, if you're going to put them on digitally on Apple Music and Spotify, which why wouldn't you, you know, because that's how everybody listens to music now. It's distribution. Yeah. So if you do that, what is the point of selling, you know, a record? You know, unless, like, my, my old thing is do those digital cards like that, but then maybe maybe print up, like, 20 vinyls, like, real liner notes on it. You know what I mean? Make it special. Mm-hmm. You know, charge, like, 20, 30 bucks for it, and it's got, like, a special meaning to people that can play it, plus it's going to sound great. It's a great idea. You know what I mean? And, like, I just, I, I got a lot of ideas because they're, really, the only way for bands uh, to make it now with, with you know, with anything, uh, YouTube uh, subscribers, obviously, uh, Playing out, it's the only way to make money. You got to play gigs and merch. Merch. You got to have good merch. If you don't have good merch, you got nothing. Mm-hmm. And that's how they make the money. Because you know, you buy the t-shirts for ten bucks, you sell them for twenty. You make ten bucks. You got. You got to do it. You know, fifteen even. If you want to make five bucks a shirt, you know what I mean. But that's why you, you go to uh, concerts. And you see these you know people. You know, eighty five dollars for a zip up hoodie. You know, how else are they supposed to make money? You know what I mean. They got to make money somehow because they're not making money from the record companies. Well. Way to change the game and what's going to be the future, and it's starting to become the future, NFTs. Yes. NFTs are changing the game right now for yeah. all artists, not even just artists that paint love or to draw or anything that. like that. But NFTs are changing the game in the music world as well. Mm-hmm. And bands, listen, if you're out there listening to this podcast right now, jump on some NFTs, find somebody to mint you an NFT, come up with some creative ideas and put yeah. it up on Open Seas or any of those um, NFT auction blocks. Yeah. Because it's changing the game and it takes the middleman right out and it's money in your hands. Absolutely. It's money in your hands. And then every time somebody either sells an NFT, or that song, you get paid on it. You get a commission off sure. every time that time that NFT changes. So jump on it, look into it, do your own research, as they say. But NFTs are, is where it's at yeah. right now, and it's going to be 
a thing for years and years and years to come. For They're sure. saying right now, uh, talk, listen to the Gary V the other day, and he was saying that soon everything's going to be an NFT. You go into a concert, you're going to have to scan your NFT to go into that concert. Right. So, like, NFTs are changing the game, and it's going to be changing the game of all facets of life. Right, right. All, everything. So yeah. jump on it now. I'm telling you, you heard it here from your Uncle Z. I'm trying to put some money in your hands, and oh, NFTs sure. are the way to do it. Yeah. I mean, Max just wrote, uh, you'd be surprised how many people don't have Spotify, though. That's the only reason I did hard copies, which I, I agree with and I'm, I'm totally on board with. But gone are the days when you print a thousand CDs. Mm-hmm. The, gone yeah, are those days. Gone. I mean, you know, it's if, a waste you, wanna, of money if you wanna do like, you know, if you wanna print a hundred CDs, you know what I mean? Or 50 CDs or, you know, whatever, you know, uh, you, for the people that want the hard copies. But these business cards, like I said, if you do the QR code, you put it on digitally. So if people don't, have Spotify, don't want to deal with Spotify or Apple Music, at least they have the digital copy they can put on their phones, they can put on their computers and listen to it that way. Mm-hmm. Because then there's people like me uh, who I, I legit, not even going to lie to you, I do not own a CD player. Okay, yeah. so I have Max's, uh, Max's CD that I've, I, I love. The li- I love liner notes. That's what I, I buy CDs, I buy uh, records still. I have a record player, but I buy records and CDs so I can look at the liner notes. That's the fun part, you know what I mean? So like, you know, I get that, you know, you know, make a hundred CDs, make 10 records, you know, 10 vinyls or 20 vinyls, you know what I mean? And, but do the rest in these, you know, digital QR code things so that you're still making money on, on, you know, the, the record, but you can actually do so much more with it. You can have like a special music video just for people that bought that QR, QR code. You know, you can have liner notes, you can have uh, them automatically sign up for your mailing list or whatever, you know what I mean? There's so much you can do with a QR code website. You know what I mean? That that makes it, I don't know, a way that uh, an easier way to make money because I know people that won't buy CDs mm-hmm. because they have no way to play them. Right. You know. So have that option for everybody. You know. Yep. And that way you're not you're not paying disc makers thousands of dollars to get a thousand CDs that sits in your basement. Yeah, it happens. It happens a lot. All my CDs just sitting in my basement. I got like five boxes of CDs it's in my basement money. from 2007. We could start giving them away as. Gifts here. We should. On the D. We should. Yeah, I don't think anybody wants to hear my shit, though. What so. you bullshit, man? Oh, yeah. God, that was so 2007. <laughs> <laughs> Let's give Jotan a shout-out. Oh, though. yeah. She's all over the place today. I love it. This, this is how I know that we're doing something good. This is a woman that we've never really met. I met her once this year. And... I know for a fact that we're doing something good here in our local music community. If a woman from Batavia, who has no ties to us or, or the, the local area. music scene right. or the area whatsoever, and she'll go out and buy Max's CD yeah. or she'll listen to Or whomever. she'll come to Lucan's and come see us play. I mean, like. Right. She comes to town to just to come to town just because we talk about it. Because she's so Joe much. Town. No, <laughs> sorry, I can't. But I no, love it. Seriously, she just comes to town because she hears Super us talking awesome, about yeah. it. She hears Uncle Louie talking about mm-hmm. it. So it, it, kudos to you, Joe Town, and thank you so much for all your support. Especially and thank you to Batavia, everybody man. for all your support. Batavia so far away. It's like three hours. Yeah, but that's three, three hours. hours. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that's amazing. Yeah, it's a Darien Lake area. Yeah. Yeah, so cool, man. This yeah. is like, we're touching people. And I, I think we're doing a great thing here on Disruption Network, here at Local Music Monday, the Uncle Louie Variety Show. I think we're doing some great things over here. And, and thank you so much for your continued support. And help spread the word of us, if you could. Yeah. Help spread the word. We have a great local music community. We talk about it. This is the reason why we have this show. Is because our music community is so rich and thick yeah. with talent. One hundred percent, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I will, I will knock down drag out with any other area. I really will. <laughs> She's saying, "I wish she lived closer." 
Yeah, yeah. I, I wish you lived closer too. We probably I probably hang out with Paul all the time. <laughs> well, since I know that Joe Town is a CD player, I'll have a CD ready for her. Uncle Groovy apparently does not have one of my CDs, so I got one for him. Um, Rob Girling saying, "Thank Just, you, Rob. W- watch your mouth. Your originals are damn good. One of the few local artists I can listen to their album front to back. That's very cool." Well, I hope you can. It's only five songs. <laughs> Just, I want to thank you too, man, because, man, you really, uh, you perk me up every Monday. You <laughs> That's only because I'm always every, happy. Uh, yeah. Today I was dragging ass, you know, coming off the holidays. You're getting the sure. after holiday funk type yeah. of thing. Wasn't feeling it. And then you come through the door, and I was just like, woke up. I'm like, oh. <laughs> that and the Utica coffee, of course. <laughs> That'll do it. That'll do it. What, what did you have today? Because I, I, I decided to drink UC today. French so. toast. Ooh. Mm. Of course, the day that I decide I'm going to drink UC, you decide you're going to make some French toast coffee. French toast coffee. That's usually it's like, usually you're, you're, you're doing the Utica coffee back guano mixed with some <laughs> other shit. Today I'm which, French toast. Which usually, I'm telling you, it feels like, I mean, I don't know what cocaine feels like because I've never done it, but I'm, I imagine it'd be pretty close to some of your blends that you do. <laughs> <laughs> Mixing them all together like the mad scientist, the chemist. 5,000 milligrams of caffeine. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Man, sometimes the hair on my neck stands up i drink so much of it sure but, sure but no seriously bro thank you man for your contribution you. to disruption network and we've had a great run yeah man we continue to have that great run Fuck yeah. we're coming up on our two-year anniversary in march of I local music third year. i can't believe this coming up really really soon and uh looking forward to having more guests in the studio yeah. and more performances and we're doing a little bit different we got to do some stuff a little bit different we'll discuss that i think that you know what i think that we should we should do is definitely have like uh you know, a meeting of sorts, you know, over a couple of beers, you know, and like, you know, I'll bring my notepad or something. We'll like start writing some stuff down and see some ideas. We got to brainstorm because I want to make it like, you know, different. Yeah, we will. We'll, we'll start it up a little starting bit. Starting our third year, we got to really, you know, tweak it up. Tweak it up a little bit, yeah. you know. And I think you need to perform one of these Mondays. Yeah, I'll do it. Why not? Come on. Why not? Sure. Did you perform on our anniversary? Uh, no. I don't think you did, right? No, I didn't. I don't think you've played on the show yet. No, I was too busy drinking beer. <laughs> Which I could also perform while drinking beer. That's you, fine. Your first appearance on Disruption Network, you know what you played? I remember this. Mm. Was it in that room? Yep. Mm. I don't know. All I remember is getting getting a UC placed in front of me, and I was like, God, I love this place. <laughs> Allison Chains. Oh, I did not show? You did not No show. shit. First oh. time you ever performed. Wait, how did we get away with that? It was when we first started, and we were more of a radio station. Ah, uh, gotcha. Remember okay. we were doing the internet radio? <clears throat> yep. Disruption Network was originally like originally, playing yeah. music and doing all yeah. that, but we switched it up because we don't want to play pay the FCC bullshit. Exactly. Like, on, yeah. You know the licensing and whatnot. Yep. But yeah, that was the first thing you did, and then we did the Twelve Days of Utica Christmas. Oh boy, that was a lot of fun. We never played that this year. I know we didn't do a show. That, I know. We, Damn know, it, we did it. That was great. Well, you know what? You know what we got to do because uh, I think that I think that uh, you know, obviously we don't have time this time, but but I think next Monday we should play the twelve. Uh, Twelve days of Christmas. I'll play it. Utica Christmas I'll next play week. It. Next yeah. week, Maybe we did we'll start last the year. show. Yeah, I remember playing it last year. Yeah, but I, I will start the show off with it next. Because I, I got to about ten before before I, I couldn't remember the accents I did before. You were killing it. But I was doing. Pretty you good did an accent for all twelve days. All twelve A different, days. Yeah. You, yeah, even when you're three cookies. <laughs> You're even playing doing this too at the same time. Yeah. Oh yeah. Great, man. Absolutely hilarious. Uh shout out Danny Nolan from Vegas. What's up, brother? Good to hear awesome, from you, man. man. Hope all is well in the L V. Go Knights. 
I'm a closet Golden Knights fan. Ooh, nice. I, I can't even say I'm a closet Golden Knights fan. You are. Yeah, I, you are. I, I love the Golden Knights. I love the Rangers a little bit more, but I like the Golden Knights too. And also, Justin, I got to tell you, I, I've secretly become a Bills fan too. Secretly? Yeah. You don't have to be secret about it anymore. We're actually good this year. I'm a Giant fan. I will always I be a Giant fan. But, but you know what? I've been rooting for the Bills hardcore just because we're in upstate New York. Yep. It's the only NFL the only team, NFL team, in team in New from York. New York. It's true. It, it is. is. It's true. I get it. I understand but, that. But I get I get where your pain is because here's the deal, okay? So there was all those years that the Bills just sucked. Yeah. You know, and, and of course, like the Giants were decent that one year that they absolutely made uh, Tom Brady suck his thumb in the twice. middle of the field twice. Twice. Okay. Uh, those times, I rooted for the Giants both times. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think that... I think I the think, whole world, except for oh, Boston yeah. area, was... I think there's a the lot times. of New York teams uh, that, that flip-flop and switch over. Like, you know, I mean, I talk to Jerry Krause all the time. You know, if the Mets are playing, you know... The San Francisco Giants. I'm rooting for the Mets. You know what I mean? It's just it's it's that New York love, that New York pride. You know what I mean? But you just don't root for them to play against each other. You know what I mean? And yep. You're trying to you know, you know that whole thing. But I'm not going to be like you know I'm a Bills fan, but fuck the Giants. That's not me. Or fuck the Jets. I'm not you know I they have New York in front of them. You know I'm rooting for them if they're not playing me. Yeah. Just the way it is. If Scott Norwood hits that field goal back in 1990 against the Giants in the Super Bowl, I'm probably a Bills fan for life. Because I liked them both back then. I loved Jim Kelly, Andre Reid, Thurman Thomas, Cornelius I met them all. Bruce Smith. I loved that team. I thought they were great. But I was a Giant fan. I was come out of the womb as a Giant fan. Yeah. Oh, I believe it. Yeah. I mean, I came out of the womb. I should have been a Bills fan. Uh, My uncle was a Cowboys fan. He was my favorite uncle. You know what I mean? So it was like, you know, I wanted to be like him. You know, growing up, like, it's really little. You know, I'm like, oh, my God, my uncle is the greatest thing in the world. He likes the Cowboys. I'm a Cowboys fan. Of course, Troy Aikman, Emma Smith, you know, all that stuff. Then it got to the point where I didn't know anybody on the Cowboys, but I knew the entire Bills roster. I'd watch all the Bills games. I'd watch every, You know what I mean? It was like, and I'm like, what am I doing? I'm not a Cowboys fan. I never was a Cowboys fan. I was a Cowboys fan because my uncle wanted me to be. Yeah. I'm a Bills fan, 100%. After watching Josh Allen step up the way he did Dude. On, on Sunday, yesterday, it was amazing Watching to see him. Watching him run over people. Yeah. I mean, like. He's a big dude. He's a like, truck. You watch all these other quarterbacks. They get Somebody's going to tackle him. Oh, God, I'm scared. And they slide. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're protecting themselves. I get it. But Josh Allen's so big, he's just like, screw it. He puts his head down and rolls over everybody. Yeah, I'd like to see him go far. But he had, uh, like what, what did they the say? Super Bowl. I was the only person in franchise history, I guess, or maybe even NFL history. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. This isn't a sports show. 100, 100 touchdowns and 20 rushing touchdowns or something like that. And. And it's the first four seasons he's been a quarterback. Like, it's insane. Joe Town's a big Bills fan. She's just suffered through all the crappy years. Yes. And never gave up. Yeah. It's awesome. Four Super Bowls in a row they lose. But how hard is it to make four in a row anyways? I don't care sure. if you lost four in a row. Just to get there. Yeah. Four years straight. They were an incredible, they were an incredible team. That yeah. All four years they were an incredible team. And it's just, I don't know. You know, it's, I mean, and it's, and it's one of those things where it's like, uh, you know, you don't know how it could happen. And then you watch the Patriots go pretty much undefeated. That year, and then lose to the Giants not once but twice. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's the Giants. Yeah, maybe you know, it maybe it's the Giants. Well, Brady historically has a hard time with the NFC East because they yeah. also lost to the uh, Philly. Yes, they did to the Eagles. Yeah, so they lost to the Giants twice, and the Eagles. Those are the three Super Bowl losses that he had. Well, how many has yeah. he won though? Seven or whatever. Yeah. <sighs> there's just certain, you know, there's certain things that Brady just can't get away with. You know, like throwing tablets. <laughs> right. Um, uh, Motor Lord saying he's a Packers fan, but roots for the Bills. I like the Packers too. I love. I Aaron got a Rogers. lot of respect for Packers fans. I really do. You know, I love Aaron Rodgers. You know, if you're a Packers fan from New York, 
You know, you've been a dire Packers fan your whole life. Indeed. There's nobody that just starts being a Packers fan. Indeed. You know, it's ingrained in you, you know? It is, man. It is. Go Bills. Hopefully uh, they can win the Super Bowl. I'm hoping. I want to see pull the it Bills out. win the Super Bowl for Buffalo. <laughs> after after the loss, the, the first loss of the Patriots, and you saw, like, our wild card hopes were, like, Decimated, like there was no With the hope. The wind game, it was like sixty mile per hour. Right, wins. and there was, I mean, there was nothing, and we got we got embarrassed. I mean, like they ran all over the team. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. But then, like to see division leaders, and you see all four, and the Bills are on there, and it's like, oh God, it's just so cool to watch. You know what I mean? Yeah, bud. Justin, where are you playing this week? You plug your dates. Plug a couple of your dates. Thursday, your the Wretched is playing at Side Street in Mohawk. Uh, it's actually a birthday party that we're playing, but I believe it's open to the public. So stop on down. We start at eight. Uh, it's me. It's Jose and I playing in a duo. Uh, Friday, New Year's Eve. There are still reservations if you want to, uh, you know, try to make it down to Ithaca, um, the Ithaca Owl House. Uh, we start at ten, and uh, Saturday we are on a double bill with Junkyard Heights. Good call. Fuck yeah, yeah I did yeah, it. You remembered. Uh, they're playing first. We're playing second, as far as I know. So. Cool. And come down and check out the music. You know, it should be fun. You're going to have all the New Year's Eve festivities going on at the Yale House? Um, you know, for the most part. I mean, they got incredible food. It's not going to be like this big sit-down dinner or anything like that. It's going to be, they're a restaurant, so you go in, you order food, you know, whatever. But, you know, if you get your reservation, you're guaranteed to have the table the whole night, so. Uh, real quick, because I just jumped on the EC Radio page, and, and I apologize to people who are commenting on the EC Radio page, but a guest that dogged us a couple times is, is chiming in right now. Another Moyer. He said he won't drive 10 minutes to come talk to us, and he called you a boner. Who, Jeff? Jeff is calling you a boner. Calling me a boner. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> he's saying he's a dick. He understands he's a dick. He does. We love you, Jeff. I know he's parking the car every time. You're parking the car, baby. Every time. Parking the car, but hopefully we could get him in. I would love yeah. to talk to Jeff. Absolutely love to do that. Uh, and uh, shout out to Uncle Charlie and the Meatballs. He's chiming in right now. They got their ho- he wants to plug tonight. Uncle Charlie's going to be at the 10th annual Holiday Jam at Swifties tonight. Awesome. So to, what Tony and those guys are doing are yeah. great. And they got oh, my God. The hot shot on guitar, Jake. Dude. He's killing Jake it. Jake Lozo, man. Yeah. It's like, I, I remember when we were in, uh, and this is really quick, I promise. Uh, when we first started in 94, his dad, Todd Lozo, and Lozo Dove were on top of the world. They were like the country guys, you mm-hmm. know. They played huge shows, lights, everything. It was like watching, you know. And, and what Todd did for the country scene in that in, in the area back in the early 90s. I mean, it was, he was Garth Brooks, but from Central New York, it was great. And then to see his son just come in and just shred on the guitar, man. He's insanely good. It's awesome, man. Yeah, it's Shout really out nice to Uncle see. Charlie and the Meatballs. I love what you guys are doing. we got to get yes. you back in the studio really, really soon. It's For Local Music Monday, it's been a great 2021, man. Absolutely. And thank you, man, for all your contributions and everything thank you've you, done. Thank you, brother. And uh, if you haven't yet, go over to our Facebook and our social medias and give us a like, give us a follow, follow Showtime, follow Poor Tim, follow Justin, everything that he's doing. Lots of good things. And if you haven't been on the show yet and you really want to come on the show and we've forgotten because, you know, I mean, we've we've had a lot of hard years of drinking and and other stuff, and uh, sometimes we forget. So if we've forgotten you, it's not it's not like oh we don't want you on. If you you know if we're forgetting you or you know if somebody we're forgetting, please you know uh, you know slide into our DMs <laughs> lightly, smoothly, and let us know. Tony's saying come play tonight if you're not doing anything. Who uh, over at Swifties with oh, Uncle Charlie? Oh boy, Nemico. I'd love to. Yeah, I don't know. I got my son all week this week, so my wife right now is is home. He's at nap time the whole time we're on right now, so is it's he? working out good, but. <laughs> But I'm looking to help her out because she actually has a vacation this week for once. So Much love to you, Jess, yeah. for holding it down, holding She's down incredible. the Smithson household. She really is incredible. She's a great woman. 
Great woman. Shout out to United Auto Sales. Thank you so much for believing in the D. Stop down to the showroom at 4994 Commercial Drive in Yorkville and see why it's easy to do business with United or visit their website, unitedusedcars.com. Thank you to EJA Moving Services, Joey's at 307, Billy the Liquor Guy, Utica Coffee, Saranac Brewery, Dave Longaretta, my attorney, and of course, Ballsy, ballwash.com. Use promo code members only for a 15% discount. Get some hygiene for your groin area. Thank you mm-hmm. to all our sponsors. If not for the sponsors, we can't do this. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And if you're interested in promoting your business or sponsoring uh, here on Disruption Network, reach out to me. Hit me up. You can email us as well as disruptionnetwork at gmail.com. Justin, again, thank you so much. Happy Bro, New Year, everybody. Love. Thank you for chiming in. Click the share button on Facebook. and We'll, we'll see, see you in 2022, baby. Stop the United Auto Sales. It's never hard to find a vehicle here. The lot is always loaded with cars, trucks, SUVs. Just take a look. I'll bet we have it. And if we don't, we'll buy it for you. United Auto Sales on Commercial Drive in Yorkville, where it's always easy to do business. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you'd like to contribute and help with the cost of producing this podcast, you can hit our virtual tip jar on Venmo at XYTODA. Please subscribe on all our podcast platforms. Follow, like, and subscribe all things Disruption Network on social media. And visit our website, disruptionnetwork.net.